Easy. Yo. Man, 24 points off turnovers? 24. I mean, you could have stayed on the bus for that. Do we need to relive this? <laughs> is that necessary? It's part of the contractual obligations. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> Not necessarily. We don't have to do that. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, plenty to get to on this show. Uh, just a drubbing at the hands of Dallas on Sunday. Uh, that was ugly. There, there's just no two ways about it. We'll We'll discuss that a bit. Um, I did see some bright spots. Uh, I want to talk about a few bright spots that I saw. Um, and then also, we'll, we've got to talk about the quarterback as well. And uh, and we'll get into some Richard Sherman talk, too. He's been getting a lot of heat here on the old social media, I want to say, over the course of the last week or so. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about him. Um, but first, what did we learn? Obviously, uh, yeah, no game balls after that one. Mm-mm. Um so what what did we learn? Uh, I'll, I know you go you go ahead. You crack this. You I'll, crack I'll this. Deal. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I learned Eric Armstead didn't forget how to sack the quarterback, so he got there twice <laughs> yesterday. So that was cool. I told you. So that 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 brings that brings his grand total up to three and a half, which actually is his second highest total of his career, uh, follow, uh, right behind the the ten that he had last year. So that that mm-hmm. was uh, that happened, and then uh, also learned Niners eliminated from playoff contention. So we don't really have to tiptoe around that anymore. It's it's there. It's done. Season will end uh, after these next couple of games. So uh, there there is no postseason to look to or to look forward to. Uh, right now, you, you look forward to the offseason. Um, so no, no playoffs for the Niners uh, this year, which isn't much of a surprise. I mean, we've kind of been, you know, intimating it for weeks now. But uh, it now is finally official after that loss to the Cowboys. What did you learn, E.D.? Um, wow. I learned that, uh, the head coach is real when he said that they're just not good. They're not playing well They're that, that they aren't doing the things that are necessary, uh, to win. I also learned something that I, I think I knew I assumed, but I actually now know that Fred Warner is one of the type of guys that is going to set a standard that is going to help elevate this team to a championship. He's a guy that you need to keep around. Don't let him out the way you let Defoe out. You build these guys, you get these core guys, You they are born and raised Niners. When you find a guy like that, you keep him. And the way he handled things afterwards saying it's not good enough, What's being done, and this is coming from this is coming from one of the most consistent players on your team. He goes out week in and week out, and he didn't. He was like, "Yes, it's tough without your family, dealing with COVID, having to relocate, uh, with all the injuries." But there still has to be a certain way you do things. The guys that remain have to do things a certain way, and I learned that he has no problem saying it there are a lot of guys and i played with guys that were that were perennial pro bowl players that wouldn't that wouldn't open their mouth and do that because once you say it and you do it everybody's looking at you to see if you live up to that standard that you're telling everyone else they have to live up to 
And I'm glad that he is actually the type that will step out there and say, this isn't good enough because you've got to have that lead dog. You have to. If or you will never ever make it through the snow, you'll never make it back home if you don't have that lead dog that's willing to go out there and say, "Follow me." Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's that's great, and I think that has come with a little bit of of maturity, a little bit more time under his belt, and so it's good for that to happen because obviously it's needed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Believe in Forty ers podcast presented by. Bet online. The NBA and college basketball are back, and they are going to tip off this week. And then, of course, we got the Christmas games this week as well. And so uh, NFL and college football playoffs right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat as NBA champions or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, go on over to Bet Online. .ag from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online and there's always the online casino as well it never closes so head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses again that's betonline.ag and sign up today bet online your online sportsbook experts Feel free to get involved with the show. We are available via social media. On Twitter, I'm at rhaylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, we are located wherever you find podcasts. So make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. If there's a like button on your preferred subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, I'm gonna just gonna hit a dislike button on Nick. Uh, Mullen's performance from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so you going thumbs down? Four, yeah, thumbs down. Four okay. turnovers total. Mm-hmm. Uh, three mm-hmm. of those belong to Mullins. Two interceptions, one fumble. Um, it just wasn't. Uh, I mean, oh. look, you can't turn the ball over four times. You get like you spot a team twenty four points. Like, what what are, what are we even doing? You know, you. You and you know my 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 whole thing about turnovers, right? Like you got to turn those into the points. And the first two, especially, right? Those went straight into the end zone by yeah. uh, the Cowboys. And so you already find yourself in a hole, fourteen nothing, and you've only run a handful of plays, you know, because uh, of those turnovers. Um, there was something interesting though about that second interception. Just, I, so it, it was a weird. It Just was, saying. It was a weird. It was a weird. <laughs> it was a weird concept because, like, it's a two. It's a two person. It's a two person route, right? So you got uh-huh. Juice running the streak up the sideline, which really doesn't scare me at all, right? If I'm if I'm the defense, and then you got B A running a crossing route over the middle, and um. They pretty much just stayed in their zone, did Dallas. And so Mullins tries to thread the needle right in there. And there was no one on the backside. So the backside person really had the opportunity to just cheat over. And so he cheats over, and that was Brown. He he steps in. He makes the pick. Um, that one, I mean, obviously a poor decision by Mullins because he, he's, he's trying to thread the needle. And it's one niner to five Cowboys in that one vicinity in which in which he's trying to throw it to. But also, like, the, the play there, like – uh, Dallas had the right scheme for that particular play, but if you're Mullins, you still can't throw that ball. That that one that was a little bit uh that was a little bit that that was that was just that was strange to now, me. Um, now you know what? Can I say something? You, know, yeah. you just said they had the right defense for that particular play. So let's just say, um, 
um, with that design, that play was designed for there to be five defenders on that one receiver that he tried to just throw to, as you just described. Don't you think somebody else was open somewhere? If there were five well, guys, but that's on what that I'm one? saying. It was only two guys in the route, so it was only BA or Juice running the streak up the sideline. Um, uh, yeah, well, that's so. So if so, and, and if you're doing that, if you go max protect, if you go max protect, and, and and that's the case, then there we go. This so it goes right back to where you started. This don't throw that ball. <laughs> right, you can't throw that. You can't. You cannot throw that ball. But but you know what? This is what you know. And I could have used this as as. Um, you know, what have you learned? I could have done this, but I already knew it. Uh, I, I, I did. I've seen enough now, and, I, and I've been hoping out and holding, and I, and I know guys need time to develop and do certain things and, 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 to, be, and to play because you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real believer in that you don't get better without playing. You can learn, um, and you can, you can expand your knowledge of the game and the offense and the defense, but you don't get better as a player until you get on the field. Um, I've seen enough to know now. Nick Muddles is the coach killer. He's a coach killer. Yeah. Uh, just, just, I'm just, just saying. It's not that he's not. He, he has talent. You, you know how I am about that. If you put on one of these uniforms, you have talent. He, he plays the toughest position in pro sports. I'm not trying to take anything away from that. I'm not trying to do it. But that being said, that was his choice. That that was his chosen position. That was his choice. That's where he is. He decided to take that road, and he is now in a position where he has to live up to playing it at a certain level, period. You can't protect anyone. And if you decide, if you are Kyle Shanahan, if you are John Lynch, if you decide that we're going to stick with this guy and wait for that potential to really show up because we believe we see him make this throw or we see him make this decision. And I know that he can do that consistently. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. <laughs> <You> keep <laughs> waiting. If you're trying to wait for that potential to show up. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. Coach I, I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what it is that they're waiting on or, or what, what it is that they're trying to see. Um, because it's, well, this it's, year, I know this year, I know they don't have a choice right now. Well, see, that, that's the other thing, right? Like, and, and so now we're at a point where, and we saw this situation earlier this year, and you and I disagreed on this um, in a sense that, you know, Kyle, it was a situation with Jimmy, right? And, and, and Kyle pretty much, um, you said Kyle took the blame, saying Jimmy was hurt, this, that, and the other. So he took him out of the game, uh-huh. and obviously Mullins mm-hmm. comes in. So right now, like, can we just repeat that script with Nick and then just insert CJ in there. Um, well, you may be able to do that now, but you were you, originally you were saying go back and forth with the guys, and I was like, you can't do that. And, and that's what I was saying. Now you you got to pick one of them and say I'm going to go with them. One of these guys has to be your backup. It's, it's just like Sean Payton down in. Um, well, I don't and, know that I was and, necessarily saying go back and forth. My whole thing was that Mullins was going to force you to play CJ at some point. Um, and, and to um, me, but, I feel but, like we're past that point. Uh, well, and see, this is the thing. You're on your backup, and you have to decide who your backup is. And if he forces you to play that guy, you are in a position to where if if you are forced to go to your third-string um, quarterback because your backup is playing at, at such a poor rate, at such a poor click that you want him off the field, then what becomes of your backup? Tell me. The, the, 
honestly. What are you gonna do? Well, I mean, at, the, at, no, the, at this no, point, I feel like what, what do you have to to lose? Like you're you're out of playoff contention, oh, what, what, right? No, no, there's, no, no, there's no, no, no. But no, no. Let me let me stop you right there. But I, I'm not talking about you have nothing else to lose all this stuff. But I, I'm just saying this: if you put in your backup, and then your backup can't get it done, what becomes of the backup then? What what have what has he proven to you? Okay, well, I, I, we'll, I, I, we'll say he's hurt, like you like you said about Jimmy earlier this year. Oh, okay. Well, well, this is this is a, well. See, we're, we know he's not hurt. We know it's because of play. Well, he left the game. But he left the so, game though. Well, well, this is this. Well, this is well. You were saying it, it's already beyond the point, and I'm just trying to say the reason that you can't move him off because if you move him off the field, he's your backup. If you move him off the field, you have now said I have no use for you. I have no use for you, so you're off the team. You got to go. So the question is, do they? How do they feel about this guy? And that's why I'm saying you got to come to the you got to come to the realization that he is a, a, a coach killer. Because if you're trying to keep him because you keep thinking there's some potential that you can eventually get out and he can eventually do these things for you, you're going to lose your job waiting for that potential to come um, to show up because he is not that guy. And you don't. And, and if you and that's what I'm saying, if you get to that point to where that guy you have to take off your backup, then if you can't if you don't see him as a backup, then he's got to go. I, I, I'll make it easier for you. Let's go to Spoon. OK, because Spoon, you don't have you don't have a problem thinking, well, Spoon's gone. Right. Why? Because Spoon lost his job then as a backup. Then they stopped using him as a backup. And if they're not using him as a backup, then, you know, there's you're not going to be around. Yeah, but, but people don't want to look at it that way. But that's so that's what I'm saying. At the quarterback position, you got you have to have a guy that everyone has this faith in. You can't go back and forth. Two reasons. Reason number one is just what I just said. If you're going to sit down that guy, he has a few bad games. You sit him down. You go to number three. Number two is out of the building. He, he's out of the building. He, he he's can't got, be in he's, the building. He's got to go, right? He, he's got to go. That's 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 one way. The other thing is if you're going back and forth between those guys and you can't make it up, figure out what's going on. If I'm a player on this team and I'm looking at what you're doing and I'm sitting here saying the head coach can't figure out which one of these guys can give us a chance to win? How the hell am I possibly going to believe we have a shot at winning? He doesn't even know what to do. My head coach and play caller, he doesn't know what to do. He can't figure out which one of these guys um, can play. He can't figure out how to be successful with these guys. He can't figure out how to put an offense in play that gives us an opportunity with one of these guys. So we don't have a chance. So that's the whole mindset that you start to put through the team. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just – it's one of those things. The injuries have come and shown some things that I think that will definitely help them down the road. There's a, there, there needs to be some turnover in some of those positions. Um, not not frontline guys, but some of your backups. They have they have shown you um, where they fit within the rotation. Some guys have shown you that they don't fit in the rotation. Not for, not to give you an opportunity to be successful. They don't. Yeah. Because you're gonna, you're, if you're on the roster, at some point you're gonna have to play. Yeah, I, I, you're talking about Spoon, and um, I actually think he played a really good game. Uh, I, I do too. against the Cowboys. I do too. I, I, that, that was the best game you know I've I like seen. Spoon. I like Spoon. That was the best game I've seen him play since before the injury last year. Uh huh. Um, 
And I, he was a bright spot for me. Armstead was a bright spot for me. Kwan Williams, man, he 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 did it in in multiple ways. I thought he was mm-hmm. a bright spot. Um, E Man got in there. He did. He didn't look terrible. I, I, I thought he looked okay. School. Uh, I, I, he had his moments at at right guard. Um, they they had him in there yesterday, and then you know, and you saw Bourne go up there and you make and make that touchdown grab at at the end of the game like that. Um, I, I thought that 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 just showed a lot, just in terms of, of fight and grit and, and and all those things. Um, uh, so those are some guys. Six that, that, nine had a day. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> six nine had a day. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, he did. I and mean, we were talking about this last week. We were talking about that right side, right? And so, you know, six nine has been has been having his issues, and 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 they put school in there at at. I mean, they left six nine in there at tackle, but they put school in there at at, at a guard yesterday on that right uh-huh. side. And, and he had he he had his moments, right? There were there were some good, there were some bad, um, for for the most part. Um, let's before we get into this, let's talk about handy. Let's get into handy. Uh, well, you know, it's um, I was thinking about some things and, and, you know, and I've been seeing this going around, but but it is true. 2020, I mean, 20 has been tough. 20 has been tough. And you think about how 20 has been and how this world has been with COVID. <laughs> COVID is about to turn 21. Yeah, that means drinking, partying, all kind of craziness. So you want to stay clean and handy has the products that can help you do that. You don't want cooties going around. And Handy Sanitizer is a multi-use sanitizing spray. Um, It's not greasy. It's not slimy like the competitors. Uh, This stuff comes in a refillable glass bottle. It's good for your wallet. You don't have to throw all those plastic bottles away. You just get that nice refillable seal and just keep it going. Um, Strong, 75% alcohol. Um, it, it, It has a nice moisturizer in it so that so that it keeps your hands nice and smooth as you keep them clean um and as i said it's a light refreshing um smell comes in a one ounce two ounce and eight ounce uh portable bottles so go to handy sanitizer.co that is handy h-a-n-d-i-e sanitizer.co Use the code ED and you'll get 10% off. Guys, uh, you can still get it in time to stuff it in some stockings and your secret Santas and and white elephants, all of these type things. You can still get it in time if you go to handysanitizer.co, use the code ED, you get 10% off for being a listener here. And as they say at Handy, it feels good to be clean. Um, we're going to get into this talk about Sherm. There was some, I got a tweet, and I had been seeing some other stuff too on Twitter uh, as he was kind of trending during the game. Um, but look, he, he didn't have his best game, I would say, uh, but I don't know that he was terrible or awful. Uh, um, but he has a couple plays he wants to get back. That's he, all. He, probably, he probably had a couple plays, but there, there's this yeah. one tweet I got in, in a sense that. Uh, the Cowboys were throwing at Sherm and leaving Spoon alone. Um, I don't know that I necessarily saw that. I, I don't know that I necessarily saw him um, play a horrible game. I mean, I, it, it wasn't his best effort. Um, we, we've seen him have much better performances. I, I would agree with that. But I, but I don't think by any means he was he was awful yesterday. I, what, what did you see? I mean, you played the position. You know. um, well, He's dude, wearing your number. People, okay, they're throwing at, at Sherm. Well, you're – you're throwing out routes. You know what I say all the time. Outs, slants and outs don't 
beat you. They, they irritate, irritate you, right? Eric they irritate isms. you. It's it's a thing. Guy, you you sit here and a guy runs an out route. People are like, oh, he beat him badly on that play and all this stuff. He's like, dude, you, you ran a ten yard out. If it was so simple, if you could do that, defenses will give you that. You you're not gonna go down. Do you know how hard it is in the NFL to have a 10, 12 play drive? And when you start talking about running outs that are go that are gonna in slants that are get get you eight to 10, 12 yards, things like that. When you're doing these quick little passes like that. Um, the chances of an offensive lineman jumping off um, of a tip ball at the line of scrimmage, just a bad throw. Now you're in second and 10 or third and 10. All these things start to come into play. It's hard for guys to execute that offense. That's why you don't freak out over those things. So people see it and these announcers are like, oh, God, he really worked him on that play and all this stuff. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm, first of all, when you're, you look at the technique that they're playing, they're bailing out, right? They're shuffling out. They're bailing out, which means they're playing a defense that is basically saying, we are going to give you that route. It's going to be tough for us to make this play on the out route based on the way our bodies are positioned. We're playing you for down the field and inside type routes. That's why we're turned that way. That's the design of the defense. So you got to understand, are they beating the player or are they beating the defense? Yeah. That's a that's a completed pass on Sala, not Sure. Not sure. So you got so that's why so that's why when you say okay it may look a certain way but you got to understand what it is they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish and that play right there is not designed to stop that so if they make that quick out good for them they found it they read the defense they they took what we gave them because that's what we're giving them every defense is giving something every single defense is going to give up something there's nothing that takes away everything there's always something that's within it period. And you have to play that accordingly. Now, um, there was a touchdown that that happened down there, like in the red zone. And I, and I, I Sherm, I think it, it, his eyes went where they were supposed to be. I believe that touchdown that was scored. I can't remember who scored and which one it was, but I think that was Sherm's. That just from looking at the formation and everything that was there when they ran that inside slant and ran away from I think that um, that little drag route. I think that that should have been Sherm um, on on that one touchdown, uh, but. And and then the missed tackle at the end. You can't miss that tackle. Yeah, the the missed tackle was that that's that's good. that right there more so than people talking about them throwing at him and all these things. See, I don't I don't get into that. I mean, nobody nobody got worked in the passing game in that game. I mean, it, that just wasn't the case. You no, know, you know, they threw the ball and they got some yardage, but it's not like some they were picking on any particular player. I don't I didn't I didn't see that. The tackle. I've told you this. I hated missing tackles. I absolutely hated missing tackles. I, I I would rather a guy catch a ball on me than miss a tackle because there are things that I can't control when it comes to a guy catching a ball. Like I just told you, sometimes the defense puts me in a bad position to make a play on the ball in the air. And it takes just a, a Herculean effort. It's not impossible, but it takes a Herculean effort to be able to make some of the plays based on the defense that you're in. A tackle, dude. I, I, that's me and you. That's me and you. I don't have to miss the tackle. I don't. I, I can. I can go my whole career and not miss a tackle. You, you know. I know you're human, but that's the thing about it. You. You can. So that that always hurt me. When, and there are some in some situations you can't. You just can't miss it. Everybody 
always talks about favorite plays, and I hear this all the time about, you know, what's your favorite play? What's the most important play you ever made and all this stuff? And everyone always immediately goes to you-know-where, the NFC Championship game against Dallas. Pick six. That, that everyone's like, that's, that's the biggest play of your career and all this stuff. That wasn't even my biggest play of that game. You know the biggest play of that game, that NFC Championship game? Yes, that play – was a catalyst and it jump started everybody. The whole stick went rocking and, and it was it was it's a hell of a feeling. It's, and to this day, it means more and more to me um, that people that that feeling that I gave everybody. But everybody remembers that because those are the ones we talk about. But the biggest play of that game was me tackling Jay Novacek two yards short on fourth down. Fourth down, yeah. That was the biggest play of the game. That's that's the one that won the game for us. Me me tackling him. On that play, when he caught that ball, making a one-on-one tackle on that big-ass tight end to get him down two yards short of getting the first down on fourth down and stopping their chances. That's the big play. Making that tackle. You know, the the want to to go and get this man down and stick my face into this big dude and get him on the ground and not let him run over me or run through me or, or, or fake me out or whatever. That's and that's so that's the play right there in that situation. Everything's going bad. I know it's not that, of course, Sherm wants wants to make that tackle. Like I said, I know Sherm can hit, I know Sherm's a hitter, I know all these things, but that's the play. That's why I said I know there are a couple he wants back because if you give him that opportunity again, everything was right. You had a free hitter. You look at that play, you look at the design, you have a free hitter right there to make the tackle. Worst worst case scenario is that should have been a two three yard game. Yeah, I um that that was I mean that, that's that was the one going back and watching this game that was the one play that that stuck out to me uh was the missed tackle like the the touchdown like that that I didn't really get too upset about that it was the the, the missed tackle though that that was the one that was like oh man like come on Sherm like. You know, yeah, the, you felt like he yeah, couldn't make yeah. made that play, but it's not like and and like I say, like I, I didn't think he played awful. I, I think Spoon played his best game in well over a year. Um, I was um, thoroughly well, impressed. Can, can I tell you something? Can I did. tell you? Now, yeah. now, see, see, you're saying Spoon. Play, it, it's so funny. Spoon played his best game in well over a year, and that's how you feel, and that's how it's viewed. You know why? Because when they took those couple of shots at him, he was in position. You know how many times he's been in position and they didn't throw the ball at him? <laughs> yeah. See, that, that's the thing about that. See, that's the thing about playing corner. You're exposed. So when those opportunities come, if you make the play, dude, you're you're balling. If you don't, you suck. And that's 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 the thing. So so relate that to Sherm. That's what I'm talking about. People see them catch a couple of balls on him. You forget about the other seventy snaps that they play. That they play, yeah. No, that's, I mean that's that, that, that's a fair point. But I think with with Spoon, it, it was also like he just like like he looked like like I know you talked about it like with confidence like the whole yeah. time like and 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 he's been in position to make these plays and then but for whatever reason like he just would not make the plays or like like the Minnesota game in the playoffs last year for example like he was right there and then I think it was against Diggs he was right there and then just could not make the play for whatever reason it was, and then that was it. Like, yeah. we, we never saw him uh, again in that game. E-Man came in, and, and that was pretty much it. And then, and, and it was pretty much E-Man the rest of the way throughout the postseason um, from that standpoint. And so, um, like, we, we've seen him be in position to make these plays, and then he just hasn't. But, um, yet, like, yesterday he looked like the guy 
that we saw at the beginning of last season to me. Like, I haven't seen him look like that until, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. So, uh, so for me, I mean, that that, that was encouraging. Um, I mean, do I think he's going to be here next year? I, I I don't, but, I mean, if, if he's that guy, then, of course, you know, I, 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 I'm, I, I'll, I'll, just like you like him, like, I, I do like him, but I just, I, I don't know that, I, I, I don't know that, that it's not, it hadn't gotten to a point where, like, maybe he just needs a change of scenery, you know, like. Uh, like that, that could be it, but I, I don't think that this guy is, I, I, I think he's far from, from being done. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. He's, there, there's too much talent in it, and you just touched touched on it. We've been saying the whole time, and you know, I've been saying it. it's just his head. It's a, yeah, it, it's, it's all, it's his all head. in his head. There, there were guys at the at the organization that asked me what did I think about him, and 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 what I told him, I I said the dude has everything necessary. I said he's got to get out he of his own head. He looks the part. He looks he, the part. He's just got to get out of his head. It's just it's just about confidence. There's there is no question. That um, and and I and I I like E Man and the scrapping of E Man and the way he fights and everything, but Spoon should be better because of because of his physical traits. Yeah. That's why he was drafted higher. He was drafted that's, higher. that's why. Yeah. That, that's why. Yeah, that's why one was drafted in the position that he was in, and you know that draft position doesn't necessarily say that you're going to be a better player. Uh, for the most part, it does say you're a better athlete. Yeah. That, that that much it does say. It does it does it does say that. Um, so much of it we talked about it before. So much is, is about the measurables and all that. Um, shout out to Kruger for the tweet. Third Forty Niners lost this season while never holding the lead. Six while never leading in the second half. QB play and turnovers. Yeah, I mean it's it's been that kind of a year. Uh, also our man I am Legend actually went out there to the game. He he was in a pod. He was potted up with uh with his folks out there at at, at Jerry's World yesterday and um. I mean, it, they made it entertaining for a bit, but then, uh, you know. Hey, that, you, know that, you know what? It was a good game between two bad teams. Yeah. It really was. <laughs> it was. And I hate saying that, but, it, but I mean, you remember once upon a time, I mean, that was much must-watch TV. It, it was, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was the, the Niners and – Niners and Cowboys. I mean, that, I mean, that you, was the game. That, those were the games of the year, not a game. But most of the time it was twice, but, you know, those were the games of the year. Yeah. And – and, and um, I got I got a little uh, I got a little Bijan ready ready to attack me ready to, to get a, <laughs> to get after you ready to ready to get after me that's it so but but um yeah it, it it was actually a good game back and forth because you because of some of the bad play <laughs> it made it interesting made for it interesting. a while and then um, Nick just decided that um, he he had enough. Yeah, you you I know you you always say four terrifies you, right? Uh, 15, yeah, he does. Fifteen terrifies me in the punt return game, and he did it again yesterday, right? Like you're, it's it's fourth quarter, like you yeah. you need to you need to put together a drive to go down and 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 try to tie this game, and he's standing on the twelve, and or no, he's standing on the fifteen. Ball lands at the twelve and gets downed at the two. And, like, you just cost the team 10 yards because of that. And I believe it was on that drive. Nick may have thrown that interception. Um, but, like, it's just those little things like that that just are compounded. And then the next time the Cowboys punted, he wasn't out there. They put B.A. out there for that. But, like, that like that just – I don't know, man. And, that, 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 yeah. that, that, irk, that irks me, man. <laughs> like, well, these, and these are all the things that, you, that you're learning, like I say, um, 
because okay, you've always had these. Well, Trent Taylor can do this, and he can do that, and he can do that. So I'm what? I'm still he, waiting. He's got well. See that. See that's my point, and that's what I was saying as far as moving forward. That's why I've kind of I've kind of been looking at this with all the injuries and everything. Who's playing? Who's doing what? You know, I said a long time ago, long long time ago. I was like, we're not winning a championship this year, so it doesn't really matter to me. When everyone's like, you got to make the playoffs, I was like it doesn't matter. I don't. I, making the playoffs is not that. I, it, no, it's it's having a legitimate chance to win the championship and yeah getting in is a great thing because anything can happen but but also i'm a realist and i'm just looking at the squad and i was like as as i've said it for the longest as currently situated this is not a good enough football team to win like that so and everybody sees that now and knows that now and can be honest about that but you also have an opportunity to look at some of these guys where you keep you've been having all these questions because of that potential well, you know what, Trent, you've been on the field now. I got to see. Um, you know what, the same, I can say the same thing about Mullins. I, I can go down so many positions I've seen, got to see guys, and I can see if you have enough juice to fit in the mix or do we need to go out and get some other players because you're going to get your studs back. Who do I bring in this offseason to fill those Fill those, those voids. Yeah. Um, how, how do I look at some of these positions? Because like I said, to me, one of the most important things that this team can do is get a freaking durable running back. I need a running back that can play more than four games in a row. I do. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's important. I, I mean, I, I get, I get, and, and I see the difference when Mostert is on the field and he's going full speed. It's completely different. The running game is completely different. The offensive linemen look better. Everything looks better. He can't give he can't give me three weeks in a row. Yeah. And he I mean he looked good yesterday too before. Yes, he, he always look, he always like, looks good. When he looks he looks great. What, what did I tell you? My car runs great when it starts. Yeah. I mean that's basically what happened yesterday, right? That, that's I mean, it. it was that's, that's yeah. it. He run, he runs great. He runs great when he's available to start. But yeah. that's the problem. So, so something happened, something transpired in Los Angeles yesterday, ED, that could have an effect on the Niners. Um, so Sam Farmer, the great writer for the Los Angeles Times, great NFL writer, he wrote about this last week. Uh, he did a piece on uh, Sam Darnold because Darnold was making his return to L.A., playing in his first game since uh, his USC days. And so he, he talked to, he linked Darnold to the Niners potentially. The Niners were one of a couple of teams that he that he mentioned, and this is something that we've been talking about, right? We threw this out there maybe a couple of weeks ago, talking about maybe Darnold being in play uh, for the Niners next season. And um, the Jets came down to Los Angeles, uh, the 0 and 13 Jets, and mm-hmm. they knocked off the then first place team in the NFC West, the Los Angeles Rams. But not only did they do that. By doing so, they're now in a tie with the Jaguars for the worst record in the NFL, which means – and the Jaguars own the, the tiebreaker, uh-huh. which means um, the Jags right now are in position to get the number one pick. People in New York are all in uproar because obviously everybody wants Trevor Lawrence. So if the, the Jets don't get Trevor Lawrence, then you have to assume that they're going to keep Sam Darnold, which may take him out of play for – the Niners. Uh, mm-hmm. This this all unfolded yesterday, and so, um, I mean, we talked about it, right? Like, there's there's a bunch of names out there, and it could be like those names could still be out there in the off season, or it could dwindle 
to one or none. Um, and so at this point in time, at least, it looks like Darnold may be out of the mix. But, I mean, who knows? We'll see. There's still a couple more games left. Maybe the Jaguars may, you know, have a week where they surprise somebody like the Jets did yesterday by picking up uh, their very first win. Uh, Got to give some congratulations. I'll go ahead. I just wanted to say, when you were just talking about all the names in the mix, um, can I throw a name in the mix that I think everybody is kind of just Because we're going to have a long offseason to talk about all this, so we might as well um, just go ahead and get started. I, I actually think it's really easy. Um, J- you have your quarterback. J- James Garoppolo? That's what you're talking about? There is – I don't I – don't, I, I have seen enough to know. Right. I've seen enough to know. So now I, I'm – because I'm going to go out and I can look at, well – I got these older guys. Like I say, if, I mean, if it's Aaron Rodgers, I'll take my shot with an older Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's one thing. But if it's not that, so do I go to Carson Wentz? Do I go to yeah? Wentz saying uh, uh, saying that he doesn't he not he's not a backup, right? He he uh, he went out there and said that Sunday. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he's so he's basically saying you guys. So and I'm okay with that. He just and he and I have no problem with the guy saying that. So he's basically saying I got to get out of Philly. So you guys have decided you want to go with another guy. Let me go. I get it. I'm cool. I I I I get that. I know. I I remember been there. Been there. I know how that feels. Where it's just like I can't do this. I can't. My my mindset is not uh, the way I see the game. The way I approach the game. The way I prepare for the game. My mindset is not come off the bench and do these things. So I can I can see him saying that um, because he's always been the guy on the center. But okay, but you, you you there's injuries and things that he's had to deal with. Yes, he there's more talent, but is he going to be available? Am I going to start back over and wonder if he can do the things that I need him to do at the quarterback position when I already have a guy? So that, that's 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 what I. I keep looking at it and everyone keeps talking about the quarterback and drafting a guy and all this stuff. Okay, that's fine. You draft a guy, you're not drafting a rookie that's going to win you a Super Bowl next year. No. And maybe not even the year after. You're, no. you're, not, drafting, you're not drafting that guy because Patrick Mahomes is not in – I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see Trevor Lawrence coming in and doing what Patrick has done that quickly. I, could. I will give you a name, though, that a lot of people are putting in the Patrick Mahomes – Fold. As well, see, that's just that's just stupid talk. But keep going. Give me the name. Uh, Zach Wilson from BYU. From BYU. Okay. Yeah. I okay. mean, look, the, the the guy can sling it. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it's interesting because because like let I mean, if we're completely honest about this, like no one was talking about Pat Mahomes. Uh, you know when he got drafted, and everyone was stunned. Um. That, um well, you that, you know what though? That can Reed, I tell you Reed, something? Andy Reid took him. But can I tell you something? Actually, there were a lot of people, a lot of scouts and everyone that was saying, like, this dude right here, just the accuracy, the arm, and all of this stuff and everything that he does, that it's ridiculous. Everybody was talking about it. But the thing was, it was like, well, he's at Texas Tech. He's in that system. Yeah. He's at, yeah, it's, it's the system. It's that, that's, what it, that's what it is because no people didn't believe in the system that he played in. And they were like, well, once he gets to the NFL, he won't be able to do those things because – other guys that have come out of that system weren't able to do it. So that's what that was his thing. It wasn't it wasn't uh, Patrick Mahomes can't do. It was guys who play this way haven't been able to transcend. That was the Patrick Mahomes. Everybody that that looked at him and scouted him, they were like, okay, he's special. Everybody that saw him, 
Yeah. So, so that, I mean, that's that's one of those things that you that you have to look at. But I'm still, and I'm gonna I'm, because now we we are there and we can talk about it. We're there, and we and we got plenty of time to do it. All right, everybody, everybody. Um, I've had my moments, and I want Jimmy to get better, and I still think Jimmy can get better, and I think there are some things that he needs to do, and he needs to be a further extension. Like I said, he needs to be a further extension of of um, the coach and understand his intent. And he also, this right here, it, it's going to probably sound crazy, but he needs to show more courage. He needs he needs to be more courageous in the pocket, and I think that will help him play. And what I mean by that is, you, you know, they always talk about these guys standing in the pocket and and doing certain things and all this stuff. But it's he's got to he's got to get that tough guy thing that that Joe had and that Steve Young had and that Ben Roethlisberger has and that kid from that kid up in Buffalo, he has it. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson, he has it. Um, and, and it doesn't even always in some of his play, he still needs to get better with at some things. Russell Wilson, he has it where, 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 where these guys are unflappable, that you can beat them up. You can do all these things. They're going to stand there. They're going to do their job. Garoppolo, he needs to develop more of that. And I think he can, as they continue to show him trust and, and belief in him. But Niners, we got a quarterback that took us to the Super Bowl. I'm starting to think instead of going out trying to find another guy that could possibly do it, you know how I am about it. I don't have to question whether or not he can do it. He's done it. I mean, that, 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 yeah, that, that, that is a very that is a very fair point. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we're gonna, we have a lot of time to talk about this. Yeah, we got a lot uh, of time to talk about that. I know, I know, y'all ready to ship Jimmy out? Okay, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Y'all, you remember, it's been a long time since Steve Young. It's been a long time since Jeff Garcia. It's been a long. It's been a long time. Long, long time. Remember, it was almost a decade. It was almost a decade between. Garoppolo and Cap. Okay, it's hard to find a quarterback, and you got one that's winning playoff games for you. All right, okay, you see what happens to the next guy. Anybody can run. Anybody can play in this system, right? Anybody can win games because Shanahan is a genius. He's a wizard. He can design anything for anybody to be able to make plays. And I'm gonna stop because I know we can't go on forever in this pod. But remember, everybody was saying that has nothing to do with Jimmy. He's a bum. Anybody can do what he does. You can go get any quarterback. They can go, they can go, you know, Trubisky. Anybody can do this. All right. Okay. Before we get out of here, I want to say, uh, send out some special congrats. Trip Williams, now eight-time Pro Bowler. Absolutely. Uh, congrats. Kyle Juszczyk, mm-hmm. uh, now for the fifth time, fifth consecutive trip. Uh, he's going to the, to the Pro Bowl. And Fred Warner, Mr. We Fred go. hunts wisely in the in, in in the words of my man Ed, uh, making so y'all his, can call him his first so we, career Pro Bowl. So we can call him Pro Bowl Fred because everyone was calling him All Pro Fred. You know, you never heard me call him All Pro Fred Fred because he hadn't made All Pro yet. Yeah. So, um, but we can call him Pro Bowl Fred. We can call him Pro I, Bowl. Like I said, Fred. he play he plays. I always said he plays like an All Pro, and and like it's coming. I'm not worried about it, but. He's got Pro Bowl on it, and, and I and I will be, I'll be shocked. Because there are very few linebackers playing at his level. I mean, there's Bobby Wagner. It, 
it, I mean, Bobby Wagner, um, I know he's wearing those colors that everyone hates, but this dude is, he's, he's the truth. He, he's not. Nice. And I've been saying that forever. Bobby, Bobby, I know how we all feel about Fred. Um, Fred is, Fred is just as good. He's not better than Bobby Wagner and a kid. In, and there's a kid in, um, in, um, uh, what am I trying to, in Indy. That's pretty good too. I can't think of his name right now. 53. He's good. He's good. Uh, but Fred, so those, those are the only, I think those two are, the, oh, well, you know, Davis and, and New Orleans good too. Yeah, there there are a couple of good linebackers, but I, I, I hopefully Fred gets his his due, and he's one of the two best inside linebackers this year. He should be he should be on that Pro Bowl for that that um, All Pro team. But back to what we were saying, I digress. Congratulations, uh, gentlemen. Yeah, Dar- Darius Leonard, who you talking about with the Colts? Um, he's my yeah. he's my birthday twin, so shout out to him. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Niners will be back in Arizona. They'll take on the Cardinals. Uh, coming up this week at State Farm. We'll be back later this week to preview that for you. Um, this holiday week, make sure you guys continue to stay safe and all that. Merry Christmas uh, and, and all that. See you. Happy Hanukkah, if that's what you celebrate. Uh, whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays all around. That's it. Um, happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. Whatever. Yeah. And so uh, we'll we'll get back. Make sure you, you always continue to uh, download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find podcasts. And, and feel free to get involved with the conversation. Uh, I'm at R. Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. If you got some quarterbacks you want to throw out there, um, if you're not feeling Jimmy G or if there's somebody who you think may be in the mix or someone the Niners should look at, whether they're in the league now or a college guy, feel free to tweet them. Tweet them yeah, at yeah. us. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah get, get, in, get involved in the conversation. Like, we got a lot of time to talk about this. Stuff. I like that. But just know when you guys ask me, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I don't know because I keep I'm getting this all the time. Who, what quarterback should we draft and what 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 should we do? And who's kind of like I am not scouting anybody in college. I have not looked at a single guy. I haven't watched a single college football game. I don't know. Just saying it right now. Don't know, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make it up, guys. I, at some point, I'll look at them once they once they go through all of them and they break them down. I'll you know I I tend to let everybody else go through these guys and say, okay, this is the cream of the crop, and then start looking at them. There's no reason to look at 118 guys that won't ever play. Um. <laughs> Seriously, seriously, I'm, I'm just being real about it. There's no reason for me to go through and look at every single guy and be like, oh, he's not good enough. I don't need to waste time with a guy who's not good enough to play. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a waste of time, a, really. Facts. And, and, you know, that's that's even what coaches do. I mean, you know, they, they don't go and look at every player. That's, that's, that's the scouts. That's what the scouts, that's, that's what the scouts that's are what, for. That's yeah. right. They, they're going to bring, they're gonna bring, bring them down. Bring me the guys, yeah. Bring, bring me the guys that can actually – help us that i need to work that i can work with that can help us that's 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 how that's how you look at it that's how you have to look at it i don't need to know a guy who can't play or he he had a good game uh, you know so <laughs> so we will we'll, we'll get to that point um but right now right now we're gonna we're just gonna get through this one it hurts but um you know what it's kind of over now so really this is where we are it's it's starting to it's evaluating who's going to be on the squad to help us win six. Is it? That's all, that's all we need to look at from now on. And remember, there are guys on the, in the uniform right now and the colors right now that that are going to be here and that need to be here. There are also guys in the colors that need to be replaced, and 
it's time for them to start showing that they can up their game or they need to move on. They need to be replaced because look at what's out there, what's being done, and ask yourself, is it good enough to win a championship? It's really that simple. And if it's not good enough, what if I tell you? I appreciate the effort. I love the fact that you have given me your all. We like that you have been here and been a part of this team and you'll always be family, but I got to get rid of you. I got to replace you because it's not good enough. And that's what they taught me when I put on the colors, man. It's that simple. I like it. I like you. I like the effort. Yes. We will always be family. I will never walk up to you and not hug you because we are family. But as family, I got to tell you that ain't good enough. That's not the standard. That's not what we're about. And we can't lower that. We can't change it because you are not able to live up to it. It can't change. The standard has been set at damn near every position for the Niners. You can't walk the halls and not find a Hall of Famer at damn near every position. So you you know what the standard is. I mean, you, you would know. You wore the colors. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. For my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. Y'all be safe, be well, and we will see y'all later this week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.